Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 33 of Beyond Retirement. Today I thought I'd talk a little bit about whether it's a good idea to own two homes in retirement. Many of us live in locations that are very pleasant for part of the year and quite unpleasant at other times. But that's just a fact of life, right? Or is it? The winters where I live in southeastern Ontario can be brutal with frigid winds, snow, freezing rain. I'd love to be somewhere warm and sunny when winter hits at home. But there are many places where the weather is pretty much unbearably hot and humid in the summer. So how do you reconcile that? Maybe by having two homes, one in a northern climate and one in a southern locale, so you can have the benefits of both and escape the downfalls. Lots of people are doing that these days, and have been for years. The idea of being a snowbird sure is enticing when the winter days drag on, but there are a lot of things to consider. For one, you need to decide if you're going to buy or rent that second home. If you plan to buy, you have to determine whether you can really afford to maintain two locations because upkeep isn't cheap. You have to think about closing up each place for half the year. Buying a second home means you'll have equity in two homes, but it also means additional insurance and property taxes, as well as other expenses. Deciding if you can afford two homes involves all the calculations I talked about in an earlier episode, your monthly income minus all your expenses. Only now you have to subtract many of those expenses twice. Some of them won't be duplicated, as your food costs will just follow you to the second location, and many of the utility costs will be minimal in the home you're not living in. But insurance and property taxes, as I mentioned a moment ago, will be deducted twice. Of course, you can add an income too, if you rent out the home you're not using. That's a viable option for the time that you're gone, because you don't have to worry about your home being vacant. However, then you're responsible as a landlord, unless you can hire someone to look after property management for you, and then that's another expense. And you can't always bank on having that rental income. Sometimes tenants can't be found. So make sure you can afford that second home without any additional income before making that purchase. Renting might be a good option if you're not completely certain where you want to live. It provides more flexibility if you decide you want to change locations and there are no property taxes involved. But you have no equity, you're at the mercy of a landlord, rent can change every year. There's also the worry of not being able to find a vacancy if you're not planning in advance every year, or if you don't sign a long-term lease for specific rental every year. I'd say that owning your home is your home is nice. It's much easier to put your own touch on it in terms of uh, decor, landscaping, you can leave things behind when you move back to the other location, instead of having to pack everything away each time you move, meaning substantially less hassle, and I'm all for simplicity. Knowing that you have the property, that it's yours all the time, is certainly stress-reducing for some people. 
But for others, I suppose that same knowledge induces more stress, thinking about all the potential problems at a distant location. Another thing you need to do is decide where that second home is going to be. Are you going to look for a second place in the same country you're in? For many people, that's definitely an option. In Canada, there are places that suit every type of personal taste, from mild year-round, through four distinct se seasons, to snowy all the time. And many other countries have similar geographical options. But for many people, there's a desire to escape from their day-to-day -day life, to go to somewhere more exotic. I've thought about retirement locations for a long time now, and about what I want in a location. But I haven't spent much time thinking about whether I'm going to rent or buy in the location I choose. I automatically decided that I want to rent. The thought process that got me to that point was fairly simple, as most of my thought processes are. We're planning to actually move there, wherever there turns out to be, but I'm not interested in having to sell or rent the place when we decide to leave again. So renting makes sense wherever we end up. I also convinced my husband that we should not be planning to maintain a house here at our current home because we're not planning to come back anytime soon. So we'll be selling this house when we're ready to move. That was a tougher decision, at least for him. He's a bit more concerned than I am about potentially wanting to return to Canada. So I explained the thought process to him that I outlined a moment ago. That leaves me in quite the opposite position of not having two homes, but having none. I'm okay with that. Selling our home here will give us cash to clear up our remaining debts and put us in a good place financially to live without dipping into our retirement savings while we're out of the country. Hopefully my pensions will be adequate to cover our daily expenses wherever we go. And when we do decide to come back to Canada, our retirement savings, our RSPs, will be there waiting for us. There's always a lot of things to think about when you're trying to decide where you want to go or what you want to do. It's kind of a day-by-day -day sort of change in me. I know some days I think, oh, I want to be traveling all the time. Other days I think, you know, maybe it'd be nice just to go someplace and sit and put my feet up a little bit. But I guess I can do that when I'm traveling too. This new idea of slow travel, where you go and you spend some time, three weeks, four weeks, three months in a place. I kind of like that. And that's the idea. That's where we're sort of leaning these days. So thanks very much for tuning in today. I really appreciate that you're here. And I hope you'll come back next week when my guest is going to be Eric Rosenberg. And Eric's going to talk a little bit about how he came to the realization about just how important a nine to five job really is. Hope to see you there. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca, and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.